listeners, and welcome back to OdaFest's latest episode. I'm here with Jay and Angelo. Hello, hello. This is Angelo, and we've got the speedrun edition of the OdaFest podcast. There's a story behind Season 6, episode 11. There's no story. I don't know what you're talking about. This will be the best podcast you've ever listened to. We've practiced this time. This is the non-dress rehearsal episode. Yes. You know what else is the non-dress rehearsal episode? October 30th, Friday, OdaFest Extra Life Marathon Stream. Bayfar and Jay will be doing a 12-hour Scream stream from noon till midnight, where we'll be aiming to complete a playthrough of isolation horror game Soma to raise money to help heal sick kids. So tune in to twitch.tv slash OdaFest and watch Jay and Bayfar poop their pants, maybe. Hmm, maybe. Maybe. Um, So I want to ask if... Never trust a fart. Oh, dangerous. Okay, so can I assume that neither of you have ever played it before? Uh, we have never played it before. The game is made by the same people who made Amnesia. We looked up the play times, and it's roughly anywhere from 9 to 11 hours for the main story, maybe with a couple of extra shenanigans here and there. So we hope to be able to finish it in time. If we finish it in time, we might do a little something extra. Uh, whether it's, it may be with the audience, it may just be amongst ourselves, not really 100% sure. It kind of will depend on how we're feeling because it will be a sort of a long day. Um, but on the whole, super looking forward to it. We're going to help sick kids get better, uh, donate some money to charity, and we really hope people will join us. Sounds good. But yeah, like... Awesome. I So I know we've had this discussion before, but people have told me that I would make like a really good uh, horror game player just because A, I'm not desensitized to it, and B, I've never been super into horror, so I feel like I would probably react to like the littlest things in in a horror game, and that's why people are wanting me to play one. But like, Jade, are you pretty desensitized to horror in general, like horror movies, horror games? I don't play a lot of horror games. Played, uh, or I, I watch a fair amount of horror movies. Uh, we have like I have a few friend groups that are super into horror movies. I am the guy who makes fun of the horror movie because I don't find it that scary at all. Um, like jump scares don't really get me. In it chapter two, the scariest scene for me was literally when the guy goes into this basement operation area that has a bunch of like used unsterilized needles and that's way more disturbing to me than a creepy clown or any nightmare kind of thing or didn't a lot of people criticize it too though probably a lot of people are like yeah this isn't scary because we already know the monster yeah and i don't disagree that like i don't think the second movie was as good but i'm saying for anyone who i don't really have I also don't really have, like, big fears. Like, Bayfar doesn't like spiders. I don't care about spiders. I don't care about the dark, thunder, monsters. I'm I'm kind of... Uh, what do you call it? I don't know. Like, at pretty, the same pretty, time, pretty, like, like, just having a phobia doesn't make a movie about that thing scary. Mm-hmm. Like, if it you makes have it worse for you, I think. It can, but, like, if you have arachnophobia... There's the one spider movie that was literally made to be a horror called Arachnophobia. <laughs> and that one's scary as hell. My, but then you get something like Eight-Legged Freaks. And 
it's just campy as hell. It's I I yeah. love that movie. It's fucking hilarious. I I, I do Scary, think that we are. For the record, I think we are gonna react. It's a game we've never played before. I do remember Amnesia being a pretty good game. Bayfar's played through it too. Is so it more of a psychological like thriller or? It's a it's an isolation survival. It it looks it like we 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 had to do a little research because we were trying to find the right game and something that we want to do was having a game that we hadn't played before. Um, so Soma sort of fills all these boxes for us and has the right um, length of gameplay time for us for the slot. Uh, additionally, it feels and looks like a little bit like Subnautica mm. uh, mixed with some elements of Amnesia as well. And there's another game that I was thinking of for Bioshock. It, feel, it has a few Bioshock-type feels, but not obviously in the gameplay. I don't think we're going to go around with superpowers or anything like that, but... I've seen full run-throughs, and so like I know for the most part what happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, whoa, whoa! No, we're going. Jay in super is going blind. to have some fun with the with the philosophy of Control C, Control V. Oh dear. Okay. okay. Interesting. All right. And cool. I'm looking forward to it's it. Premonitions. <laughs> premonitions. That's what yeah. the game is about: the philosophy of Control C, Control V. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm. How have you guys been? It snowed. I'm waiting for Angelo to do his it snowed, I'm angry at the sky thing. So, Angelo, take it away. I was awake late last night, and the snow came down. Everywhere in sight it covered. Two inches deep, three inches deep, who knows how deep. I stopped counting and started exaggerating. Everywhere like a pox. (laughs) Eventually, I returned to my bed aching for warm slumber. But what greeted me was a comfy Dio wrapped up in her blanket like a burrito. And I could not climb under that blanket. I had to grab whatever I could off the floor and and pray that I could stay warm with it. Use toilet But paper. warm I did not stay. Angry and cold, I later awoke. And the snow was still there. It was not a figment of my imagination damn you snow for what purpose why there were warnings that we were supposed to get like up to a foot and we only got like maybe three inches (laughs) yeah we got about two to three inches so if we were supposed to get a foot it's way better than uh yeah plus it started snowing a lot later in the day yesterday than i thought it would still angry about it it snowed over it was snowing overnight a little bit i remember about 3 a.m before i went to bed it was like three or four in the afternoon before it started started snowing for us. Well, winter's officially here, I guess. Stupid winter. Stupid sexy winter. October is like, if it doesn't snow in October, it's almost a miracle in itself because I can't. The fact that it waited two weeks is kind of a nice courtesy from the weather. I think usually last year, we're frozen solid by October first. I think last year we got our first snow in September, like maybe even the first. We did. Like, it was awful. It went yeah. away. Like most of this snow will go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a super mild winter last year, but except for the last part. Except yes, for that last, last bit, part yeah. Was pretty, it was pretty rude. Mm. But it sucks that you had a cold sleep though. Like you just didn't have any blanket. Well, I, I had my old duvet, but it's kind of, it's old and ki- mildly deflated. Oh. 
uh, had that in a smaller blanket. So it wasn't like I, I was without. It's just Dio had the better blanket. Maybe you should consider buying yourself also a second better blanket. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Like, would it would it actually be better if you had separate blankets for either of you? Or is that just asking for more clutter? Uh, it's definitely more clutter. Like, I actually have my old bedspread up in the, uh, put away in the closet upstairs. And so I could just bust that out if we ever needed to, but, like, having two blankets on a bed when they're not, like, one blanket on top of each other is just, it gets messy. It's it's bad. I guess so. I feel like that's, maybe that's the invention you need to make is, like, the ultra automatic way of sharing the, the the even sharing and distribution of a duvet or a blanket so that one is enough for everyone involved and everyone is warm but no one can ever take more than what they need jay that sounds like blanket communism <laughs> damn right it does i'm a blanket socialist in my in this country, Jay, it's every man for himself. Every person takes whatever blanket they can. In that case, you lost to you. You lost the blanket capitalism. The kingdom of Angelo seems like a harsh place. It is. It is a cold, frigid place <laughs> where you are not guaranteed blankets because Dio burritoed herself. Aww. Dio burrito sounds great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dio burrito here. <laughs> Maybe that could be her winter streaming name, Dio Burrito. Dio Burrito here. Yes. I'm down for it. I, I agree. Since it's already October and like we're doing the October spooky stream and obviously it's getting cold, do you guys have any plans for our Halloween? I'm going to get pumpkin beer and a spooky movie or two and I'm going to drink Ooh, the pumpkin. pumpkin beer while watching the spooky movie or two. Oh, so you do like spooky movies. I do. I'm fine with spooky movies. I like heckling spooky movies. Heckling is actually a lot of fun when it's a spooky movie and you're just watching with a bunch of friends. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't go to theaters either. That's what made Scary Movie back in the 90s so freaking good. Is just that it was the movie that was being your friend and heckling scary movies for you. (laughs) And then they made like 10 more of them. And the rest of them sucked. Aw. Yeah. All oh, sequels. actually, you know what would be great? Final Destination. That would be. That's something that I should watch this year. Oh, man. I had some creepy nightmares the first time I watched uh, Final Destination. I can Destination never drive behind a logging truck again. Every time I see a truck full of logs, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to slow down, get a little bit farther, get a little bit farther. In that yeah. case, I don't oh, think okay. you can live. I don't think you can live in BC. Yeah. That's true. Log- a logging truck is Lots like... Lots of logging ev- trucks. ...is every, like, every fifth truck on the road. Oof. I mean, I'm sure I'd get over it if I had to deal with it more than once a year. Yeah, but I'm always really paranoid about passing logging trucks. That's the part Why? that... Uh, I can't remember what movie it was, but there was something Final Destination-ish, and it was like an older Hong Kong movie, but basically someone's trying to pass a logging truck, and then the ropes snap, of course, and so all the logs just like roll into and over the car and crush it. Nice. Okay. For me, it's Final Destination 2. It starts out with a logging truck accident. Mmm, great. Yeah. I've actually never seen a Final Destination movie. I've heard good things, though. Did either of 
you watch the Japanese Parasite Eve movies? Nope. No. I didn't realize there was some. That was also very similar. Uh, the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone dies because they're in a car following a truck that's holding like a lot of like metal piping and stuff. And you can see where this is going. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's also another like mild fear that I have just on the road in general. Now that I think about it, I think that happens in Final Destination too. Some pipes fall off the back of a pipe truck and impale someone in the face. Yeah, it impales them in the face. Yes, that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen like camera, like like a dash cam. I mean, uh, videos of that happening, <sighs> like in real life. Where, but people usually don't die from it. But it does like impale through the windshield. Mm-hmm. Pretty terrifying, I gotta say. Like it's very real. Oh yeah. Yep. It's, oh yeah. It's a thing that can happen. That's the thing about Final Destination. It's they're always absurd circumstances, but it's real enough. Yep. That you can be like, yeah, I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's why Jaws. So for a long time after Jaws, um, first showed in theaters, I believe there were a lot of there was a lot of negative press about sharks. Um, after that's and, still and, continues. And people and people with like fears about sharks, even though statistically speaking, more coconuts kill people per year than sharks do. <laughs> Did you know that coconut trees are illegal in Hawaii? What? Because they kill people. Oh, wait. Yeah. Just like having having a residential coconut tree? You can't have one. Can you have... Co- I guess there's not enough real estate there to probably have a coconut farm, but... Probably not, but I don't know for certain. This is just something that I heard once, that it is illegal to have a coconut tree in Hawaii because they kill people. Hey, Mr. Wikipedia, is that true? That's that's possible, just because it's such a tourist destination that they would want to avoid any bad press. Could you imagine drunk tourists shaking the coconut trees, trying to shake a coconut down, and then just getting beaned on the head with a coconut and dying? That probably happens. That probably happens. I guarantee that's not. happened many times. How much extra hard would it suck if it was a durian, huh? So you'd be dead and smell bad. <laughs> Do durian... I don't know what... I actually don't know how high durian fruit grows on. I don't know either. But, I mean, durians are also heavy, so I would probably say you're you're correct. Yeah, plus spiky. The spikes probably don't help with the survival there rate. There is... Speaking Ooh. of, like, Hong Kong movies, there is a, like, some kind of action... Uh, like Hong Kong action flick, I remember, where someone absolutely uses durian in like a netting bag to like swing oh. around like a flail and uses a weapon. I don't remember the movie, but absolutely it's happened. Oh my goodness. That sounds amazing. Of course they would. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? That's like, that's like kids throwing walnuts at people, but before they're shelled. Oh, you know. I'm seeing pictures of durians on trees and yeah, they grow Fairly high. Like, high enough where it would still hurt you if it fell on you. Now that I think about it, chestnut trees are horrifying. They are. They they look like tiny spiky durians, but they're small. Yeah. Well, they're, they're basically tennis balls covered in nails. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that is accurate. Someone in my neighborhood has one, and I saw it, and I didn't know what it was the first time I walked past mm-hmm. it. So I Wikipedia'd it like any normal person, and there it is. It's terrifying. Especially now when we get like the really cold gusts of wind and stuff is actually falling off trees right now. Well, was in the last two weeks. 
I didn't know chestnut trees could grow in in, in Canada. I don't know what the environment for them is. Really. I haven't seen any around here, but back when I lived in Windsor, there were a few around the house that I was growing up in. Right. Did you ever accidentally step on them in the lawn? Oh, absolutely. They're awful. Oh, I hate them. I'll eat chestnuts out of spite, being like, yeah, fuck your tree. I'm eating its babies. Mm. There are very few things that you eat out of spite. Yes, and, and chestnuts are one of when them. When we first moved here, um, uh, one of our friends got us a little bonsai tree. And the bonsai tree is like a uh, from a juniper bush. And I don't know if you know what oh. juniper is like as a plant. They use it to make gin. They're yes, well, that's from the berries. But like from the actual like plant... It's just a little tiny pine tree with tiny, tiny little needles. And when it sort of like oh, sheds, no. you will find them in your foot <laughs> as it fall from it falls into the carpet. It's really bad. Oh, no. Yeah. So not great. Really not great. Not the, It's okay. almost like our friend isn't really our friend. Yeah, they gave you a murder plant. Does that sound pretty sus to you? No. Yeah, that sounds. That friend sounds sus. No, man. that's usually the level of. Uh, best vote them out. <laughs> yeah, vent. I... Uh, speaking of all of the Among Us memes, there's some really good Among Us memes. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. I've actually. been. I've seen a lot of them, and they are really good. And I don't even play Among Us. I was gonna say, some of the animations that come out of it are just chef's kiss. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The best ones are the not hmm? safe for work ones, so I can't talk about them. Oh, oh I, there's not safe for work Among Us memes? We'll yeah. take this offline. Wow. <laughs> it has wow. to do with, they usually have to do with, oh no, I'm too thick to fit through the vent. Help me, step crewmate. That's actually a very specific fetish. That is a very specific fetish. It's actually really hilarious. Like being stuck in walls is one of those things that I just do not understand. Like, I get it, but I just like, what, what? Why is this a specific thing? I don't know. Rule 34? But th- that is that is a road that we cannot go down for the podcast. It's true. I'm just saying Certainly they're not. there and they're hilarious. Um, I have played a lot of Among Us. I play... Well, I probably play... I don't My know. My first time playing was with Jay. Yes. And uh, <laughs> the instant that I got Imposter... He sussed me out, like, he found me out almost immediately, because I had no idea how to even play the game. I had no idea how to look like I was a crewmate. Mm -hmm. See, that's hard. So it was basically going around. I don't even think I killed anyone before I got voted out It's hard to be imposter on your first playthrough, because you don't know the meta yet. Mm Mm-hmm. There is a lot of meta. You don't know anything about the game. Like, I didn't even know what goals looked like when I was uh, an imposter. But the, the hard part is, like... Even though, so I, like, I've taught a bunch of other friend groups about how to play, and they run into the same problem as you do, and an imposter is probably the hardest role because you don't really get to learn the game as an imposter. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, like, it's not like I could just let you go either because I'd be like, well, the point is for the team to win, so the team has to figure out how that, like, what that looks like too. So it's very difficult to know. That's yeah, true. Like, it's not like I wanted anyone to specifically lose, but it doesn't really make sense for you to kind of go around, like stumbling around killing people either. So I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Angelo. So therefore, we will we must vote. <laughs> Having that said, the first time that you kill someone in front of another person, 
and then lie to the rest of the group to get that other person voted off is so satisfying. It's just like, oh my god. That is like the peak gameplay. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, not only did I kill someone, I got the rest of the crewmates to kill someone mm-hmm. too. Inversely, the most frustrating thing ever is when you're right and you are the one who gets voted out. Like the person in those shoes, oh, that's gotta sure. suck. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that though, like um, that feeling you're talking about, I know that I have a few friends who actually refuse to play Among Us, not because like they don't think it's fun or whatever, but they're just not the kind of person who wants to get caught in these sort of situations. Like it brings anxiety to them actually, and they just hmm. don't want to be involved in like the deceit and like the ang- the stress of like having to argue for or against themselves or whatever it may be. So I have friends that unfortunately, as much as I would like people, to, I, I like to think that Among Us is a pretty approachable game because it's fairly uh, simple. I do know that some people don't want to play. That being said, we do play um, a subset of rules. It's like homegrown rules. They're not official, um, which is like hide and seek, which is be- uh, it's a pretty common and well-known um I guess subset How is that, of what exactly of is the rule set for that? Because I haven't played hide. And You've seek never played hide and seek. You need to play hide and seek. No, it's really simple. Um, the ba- the very basic premise is that you have you always have only one killer. Uh, I don't think it can work with two. We're not. We haven't tried it with two to be honest. But it just doesn't like reasonably. Reasonably, it doesn't work with two imposters. There's one imposter. Uh, everyone is. Uh, at like 3.25 times speed, which is like I think the fastest speed you can go running around at max uh, at Mach 4, and basically uh, whatever map you end up choosing, the imposters have a bunch of tasks. They they can only win doing tasks. The murderer can only win murdering. There is no voting, no reporting of bodies, and the whole and, and the murderer is essentially blind. They they have a very small um, circle of sight whereas the crewmates have the best sight available they can see everybody and everything oh, and hmm. basically the reason why it's at max speed is so that a the imposters can get to their tasks and finish them off uh, f- fairly quickly uh, secondly even though the imposter is also moving at good at, at the same speed as everybody else they can not really see everybody it's hard to track because you're only seeing a little so bit. the imposter is basically the old man from don't breathe mm, i don't know what don't breathe is uh it's a horror movie where a bunch of thieves break into this blind guy's house okay and he turns out to be a psychopath okay. <laughs> and so so basically the 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 fun in the game comes from, like, so you're not arguing, so there's a lot less stress and confrontation about stuff, but what happens is that you'll be like, like, we play with open mic, there's no, you don't have to hide, uh, you don't have to, like, shut up during gameplay or whatever, and then during the course of the game, it'll be like, oh, I'm just doing tasks, and then you see the guy who is the imposter run to the room, and you're like, oh my god, and you just have to start deking him out, and that's why the, where the speed comes into play as well, because if you play it on slow... You will not be able to like that. You can you cannot lose the imposter who's on you, even though their circle of vision is small, because you just can't travel fast enough to sort of 
um, get out of their uh, little bit of sight. Whereas if we're going at 3.25 times speed, it's literally like, like you just blaze past them and there's a chance you can deke them out. But sometimes um, they'll still be able to predict where you're going to go and they can still like stab you. And again, they, they their whole job is just to stab you and everyone until they can get down to one and one, in which case they win. Otherwise, you have to be doing tasks. And then when you're done doing tasks, you need to be hiding because if you get killed, that's also bad. Like, it's just that one continuous game. There's no breaks. It's just tasks versus a killer. It's very fun. Neat. So have you formed your, like, your own personal strategy for, well, hide-and-seek mode and for regular Among Us? Yes, but if I told you, that would give it away. One of my strats is that uh, Don't lose. when I'm the imposter, uh, I try to kill someone on one side of the map and then do a, uh, what's it called, uh, sabotage that makes everybody else go to the other side of the mm-hmm. map. Mm-hmm. So that hopefully the idea is that the body doesn't get found for so long that uh, it can like take suspicion away from me. I can build an alibi in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Possible. That sounds like emerging psychopath, yep. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> what do you mean emerging? I have strategies. My only advice is to play consistently and learn the map. That's really what it comes down to. So really, yeah. being a beginner in the game actually is a significant disadvantage because you can't learn a map on your first playthrough. So it depends, though. There were a couple times where I was an uh, imposter on my first or second day where I literally got out of votes being like, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. What what even is that? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I I don't freaking know what's going on, dude. I'm not an imposter. I couldn't figure that yep. shit out. And at, that po- and at some point, we're just going to be like, don't care. We're when voting I literally you out knew anyways. exactly what I was we're voting. We're voting you out anyways. Um, what it really comes down to is consistent play really it will help you overall. If you can learn the map, it'll help you. Even if you're new... I try to make, like, so we have either we'll have experienced people who play with new people and we try to teach them along the way and give them a little bit of information overload, unfortunately, or I just like getting a bunch of new people together with only one or two experienced people to guide them along and then they figure out the game for themselves and then you can sort of see where they're going. The only problem with, like, uh, situ- uh, like uh, situation B is that you kind of have to play down to their level, so I don't try as hard with them, which totally works anyways, but it's like a much easier game, whereas like the normal game with experienced people like is very much more like high paced and like not necessarily always big brain stuff, but like you you're much more aware that everyone else is also much more aware about everything from tasks to sabotage to where this is or what their story is and and how things are being covered up so you got to just be consistent and, and persist and not play differently if you're an imposter or not play differently if you're um, just an, a regular crewmate. But I won't tell you my strategies. That would be silly. And people have tells. And it's actually really funny because it, there is a lot of deceit and bluffing. So sometimes it's really good to be able to pick up on somebody and, and just how they sort of default to a certain action sometimes when they're a certain character or they're up to something specific. My tell is that as soon as I'm uh, 
suspected of being, or rather accused of being the imposter, I just start fucking laughing like a madman. That is that is my tell. It's kind of subtle, but uh, <laughs> some people end up picking up on it. So subtle. Yeah, just just you have to be 900 IQ to pick up on it, but uh, <laughs> some people do. Are you gonna pick it up sometime, Nancy? I don't know. Maybe. I feel like I wouldn't try terribly hard at the game because I. I'm not super attached to to that style of game. It kind of feels like you're playing a you're basically playing like a digital version of like werewolf, right? Except you're in space and you're you're may or may not be trying to kill people. And there aren't multiple ways to win, I guess. You don't have um, a saboteur on on crew who is going to win if like a specific crew member dies or something like that. Right, but they're working on it. There's increase. nothing like that, but there are mini games. I've always been really bad at lying anyway, so I kind of feel like this isn't really my jam, but I would play it if there was an event for it or something. Right. I think I think you should play. I mean, it's fairly uh it's not like it costs a lot or anything, and I feel like you know, if you're playing it with friends, <coughs> it's not too bad, bless you. We did Thank not you. rehearse that. Excuse you. <laughs> um but there is a lot of fun to it. It's fairly simple. They're introducing there. There's rumors that they're introducing more roles in future patches, so you may like it as a, at a later date as well. Uh, additionally, uh, this is not related to among us specifically, but there is a game that I want to play that's in a similar vein called Deceit. And oh, Deceit is great. You should play it. It's free on Steam. I saw. Is it free now? Uh, last I checked, which was like yesterday. Okay, which, I have it already. Okay, I should get it, and we should. Yeah. Uh, and and Nancy can get it, and Bayford can get it, and a bunch of people can get it because again, it's free, and it's like if I can, if I remember correctly, it's essentially a couple of alien imposter type people have to finish their tasks and then attack the humans while the humans are also trying to finish tasks and escape like the space station or the sur- the survey station or whatever it is that they're on. That's mm-hmm. the ge- general. Yeah, so the, the the humans are working towards tasks to escape, mm-hmm. and the the game actually goes through di- several different areas uh, before they finally get to like the escape round. Mm-hmm. Whereas the uh, the aliens or the imposters or the vampires, I don't even know what they're properly mm-hmm. called. Uh, their goal is to kill people and get blood yes. so that they can transform into like their evil yes. mode. Wow! And it is exceptionally fun. Hmm. Uh, and it's an FPS, so like I like mm-hmm. that. It's it's just good. Yeah, we should get it. We should we should get going on that because it's another nice little deceitful horror game. But there's no debate or anything. It's just murder in times. It sounds just like. murder. The only debate is with gun. Ooh. And we all know how that goes down. I I always win arguments. Speak to the <laughs> the rifle. only way I win arguments like uh, argument against gun is with bigger gun. <laughs> yes, but yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. I uh, will look into. Oh, I'm gonna get it. I just let's just put it that way. I'm gonna get it, and then whoever wants to play will play. It sounds like a good time. What else you been playing, Jay? Uh, you got your spooky, scary murder games. You got anything bright and cheerful for us? No. Do you, Angelo? Yes, maybe with some waifus in it. Maybe something that gives us uh, a bit of an impact. I don't impact anything. I actually, <laughs> I, I think I'm already, I think I've already stopped playing. Wow. I did a roll and then I did a re-roll and then I'm done. That was quick. So here's the problem. 
So we already talked for uh, 20 minutes about Genshin Impact earlier this morning. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And now uh, between Jay being fairly optimistic and kind of happy with the game, he's already quit and it's only been eight hours. I don't, I just, you know what it comes (laughs) down to is that I, I like aspects of the gameplay. I like the party system. I like. I don't hate the waifus or anything either. Like the characters, I don't like gotchas, but I don't. I, I still like the characters. Um, I just don't think the core gameplay is interesting enough to me, and I hate the. And I switched over to keyboard and mouse because controller is actually hell, and mm. keyboard and while keyboard and mouse is easier. I also just sort of hate that too. So there's really not enough redeeming quality. Like Yikes. it's a it's a blatant ripoff of uh, Breath of the Wild mechanics and gameplay mixed with some sort of I don't know some kind of interesting party integration system, which is sort of like a fighting like like Marvel versus Capcom fighting game where like you ca- you call in an assist party, which isn't really you can play as that character, but hmm. it's it, that's how it feels. But at the end of the day, honestly, I have other games to play, and I don't quite care enough about this. And with the gotcha system, there's only going to be more problems with that gotcha system as it comes on. Like, you're going to have to roll for uh, legendary items, and you're going to have to roll for mounts one day, and you're going to have to roll for just so much crap other than just your waifu. And I just, I don't want to be involved. I'm still getting over the fact that there are so many currencies. Yes. Uh, so there is Ugh. three currencies, no, four currencies directly associated with pulling the gotcha. So you got like your rainbow colored orbs and then your blue colored gotcha orbs and the rainbow ones are for like the, the really good gotcha and the blue orbs are for like the less good, the like the story locked gotcha. Uh, and then there's your primo gems which you can use to buy either gacha currency. And then there's the the premium premium currency that you actually spend money for that you can then convert into primo gems that you can then use to buy the gacha. But uh, you can use that for other things in the shop. So there is four currencies specifically tied to the gacha. But then, but then when you get duplicates in the gacha, when you get duplicate items or character, there are two more types of currency that you can use, that you get from the gacha to go and maybe buy resources, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but also to go back and buy more gacha currency. Mm -hmm. So that is like six different kinds of currencies to keep track of, and it's just like, oh my god, what are you guys doing here? And that's actually completely disregarding the main in-game currency that you use for like buying items and leveling up characters and stuff. That's, That's separate. That has nothing to do with the yeah. gacha. There is six other currencies directly tied to the gacha. Currency design in in a gacha system has always been a hotly contested thing, but that's usually a problem that develops over time. Like the longer a gacha game is around, and the more things they add on, like the more extra uh, tier of characters. Like yep. if you had S tier, they they like introduce like a brand new SR tier, and then above that they go and they add more. Like this is a similar thing that happens in like MMOs when they introduce expansions, and right. all of a sudden the level cap gets moved up, and then you get new things that you can get. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. sort of thing, but that happens again over time. Time. Genshin is so new. How is it that such a brand new game has six currencies? 
Well, that's just the thing. Uh, part of it for, like I mentioned how there's like the shiny rainbow orbs for the, the really good gacha, and then the blue regular orbs for like the, the regular gacha. So part of that is going to have to do with the pity system that's built into the gacha, right? Because the pity system is on a per banner basis and resets with every new banner, they want, they, they're incentivized to kind of limit how many times you can roll each banner and to make you roll one banner or another, uh, depending on what they're trying to get out of it. So they can still reward you without giving you too much if you catch my drift. As beyond that, though, like the primo gems, if it was just the three, if it was just like, yeah, you have your premium gacha, you have your regular gacha, and you have your primo gems, which can be either, and then you directly buy the primo gems or whatever, uh, that would be simple. And I wouldn't even, I barely even care about the other two currencies you get from the gacha. They're mm -hmm. like, it's just, yeah, here's, here's something for having a duplicate. Okay, whatever. We can ignore those two. But to then make another layer of abstraction away from like real currency yep. to what you're actually rolling it's just ah uh, like i've played other gotchas before i am i am deep into the fate grand order hell and uh, that game has been around for what is it five years now maybe six i can't remember but and it's also built off a successful is... franchise you have to give them that too yeah but there's one gotcha currency that you buy. You buy your Saint Quartz and that's it. Mm -hmm. Respectable. And they can even be used for more than just rolling the gotcha mm -hmm. too. Like as far as simplicity goes in how you spend your money versus what you actually get out of it, uh, it's still gambling, of course. And I wouldn't, I, if you don't play gotcha games, good for you. But there's fewer layers of abstraction, even though the game is fairly old. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, yeah. Okay, I get it. And then Gotcha Impact comes out, and it's like, holy shit, what is all this stuff? And on top of that, like, I actually do like the game. I think I'll be playing it for a while. That's good. Uh, my biggest complaint is that uh, it's like Skyrim in the worst way. Right. Oh. The the most frustrating it's thing about Skyrim UI. is using the menus. Oh. So here's a problem I have with that. Like, it's an RPG, it's an action RPG. It's very similar in lots of ways to a game such as Breath of the Wild. Extremely. It does not control very well on a controller. Hmm. It uses the Japanese system for some reason for the style of controller. Confirm and, you and cancel. Yeah, for confirm and cancel. And you can't change that for I don't know what reason why. On an Xbox controller, it's even worse because B becomes your confirm and every, like cell in my body screams that that's wrong <laughs> and then like i said i switched over to keyboard and mouse and it does feel better on keyboard and mouse because the ui is such a mess and the menus are such a mess that it doesn't like like it's just like whatever i'll play it. you know how angelo but you know how angelo literally just said that he'll he sees himself playing it for a while mm -hmm. during his monologue there for a moment i was uninstalling the game <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's literally uninstalled from my hard drive now. And wow. And I will probably never play it again, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I, I do really have other... Yep, I honestly fair. have other games to play. Like, that's what it really comes down to. I don't care enough. I think for me, the reason it feels fresh is that I never played Breath of the Wild. And that's fair. So even if it is a shameless copy... It's not even a good copy. That's half my problem. Okay. The only, the only improvement 
for you would be that there's waifus. Yeah. Do you have any favorites so far? Yeah, my girl Beidou got the badonk. <laughs> oh, that answers my question. Yeah, she's she's a sexy pirate queen, and I love her. She's wonderful. Okay. She uses big swords. Oh, okay. I can't argue with that. Big swords are fun. Yeah. It's I great. also found that it's really weird that there are only currently three weapon types. I, I think in the game. There's five. Is there five? Yes. There's, you've there's got sword? your regular short swords. You've got your great swords. You've got your bows. You've got your books for magic users, and then you've got your bows. Hmm. Oh, there are five. But for some reason. Yeah. Not even some reason. I think, uh, let's say, like, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think that, let's say there's 30 characters. 20 of them use swords. Yes. The lack of variety is astounding. Hmm. On one hand, though, that's not a bad thing, because a lot of your, uh, a lot of your leveling up goes into the weapons. So if you have three characters that share the same weapon type, that means you have to level up fewer actual weapons to get a solid team together. I guess. I just don't care. Like, enough. I could have three greatsword people going, and then one person who uses bows, mm-hmm. and I could be set. Hmm. I mean... <clears throat> Whenever I roll a new great, a new better greatsword, I just shift down the, the older, worse greatswords to other people in the party. Mm-hmm. The ones that I've already spent money on, spent, like... Uh, resources on mm-hmm. to level up that's not a bad strat and the the only issue with that is that well that's boring because you don't have as much variety in the gameplay yep. that way yeah i could see that already but either way like i said if it's already uninstalled it's out of my mind now i cannot care i do not care um i kind of feel a little bit bad because i pro- like I, I told a friend that i might play it with her but i was like at the end of the day like it just doesn't captivate me and i'm not going to spend yeah, that's fair. Like I, I like games. And you have to grind a little bit to get to the point where you can. Uh, Here's the th- where you I can will, multiplayer. I will freely admit that games are my vice. Like I don't really, I don't really spend any other money on any sort of recreational stuff. So like games sort of matter to me in that I want to play a game that actually interests me. I'll play Deceit instead now. I think that's what's gonna happen. I'll play, I'll play a few rounds of Deceit and I'll probably really like that. Might get back to some Left 4 Dead nice. 2 because there's still some content I haven't quite played yet. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a whole bunch, uh, like, Cyberpunk is coming. I still got to finish Witcher. I still got to finish uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't care. I just can't care about this waifu Breath of the Wild simulator. Breath of the waifu, whatever you wanted to call it. Breath, Breath of, of the, the waifu, waifu gotcha impact. Yeah, gotcha impact. <laughs> I did I like that it. one. Yeah. But in the aside from that, I would say, Nance, if you want to get in a game of among us you should um even if you don't really like the main part we can always play hide and seek and hide and seek is legitimately a very fun um sub game and angelo you should try it as well because you said you haven't played it before there's a lot of good things yeah sounds like a good time you know what else will be a good time what friday october 30th god on Odafest, Extra Life Marathon Ooh. stream, wow. stream, stream. Bayfor and Jay, Jay, That's Jay. me. 12 hours of stream, scream, stream. Well, I keep tripping <laughs> over my tongue here. It was almost that's, so That's good. disappointing. Uh, that's you had disappointing. such a good opening run, too. Uh, but yes, okay. please do join us uh, October 30th from noon to midnight. Um, we're taking in donations for Extra Life to benefit... 
the Children's Miracle Network uh, hospitals, uh, uh, one of which would be our local Alberta Children's Hospital. They do amazing work. And we'll be streaming Soma, a horror game. It'll be fun. Uh, bring your own Halloween snacks. And we're just going to keep on going until we finish. That's the that's the truth of it. We say that it's 12 hours, but I think we're going to just go as well as we can. If we, finish, if we finish early, we'll try and do something else. If not, we're just going to try and finish Soma. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Odafest. Follow them if you're not following them. Leave the notification bell on. It's on by default, and that way you get a little notification on your phone every time they go exactly. live. Exactly. We don't go live on that channel very often, but when we do, it's for a good reason. And it's a big deal. Yes. Exactly. It's a very big deal. So see you guys there. Um, I think we're pretty much done with this show. So we'll sh see you on the next one after this one. Bye-bye.